0: This is Pastor Steve, and thank you for taking our time to join me in this short teaching. Um, today we're going to be talking about our identity in Christ. Um, the topic of identity is a very important one. Um, recently we've had a whole lot of people that have tried to um, trace their lineage um, true dnas and all that to trace where they're from and um and they're excited when they get to discover a whole lot about their lineage a whole lot about their their roots because it helps them with a sense of identity and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that so the topic of identity has been one that has been um consistently contented um by the enemy the enemy contents Uh, with that all the time. Actually, I'd love to show us a scripture um, in the life of Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 3. If you look at Luke chapter 3 from verse 21, you're going to see that Jesus was baptized. Let me read. I read the New King James translation. Um, When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized and while he prayed the heaven was opened and the holy spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him and a voice from heaven um, came from heaven which said you are my beloved son In you I am well pleased. So watch this. Our Lord Jesus was baptized. He was coming out of water. The Holy Spirit descended on him. And the voice of the Father declared and said, You are my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this was loud enough for it to be recorded. Um, But if you look at the very next chapter, chapter 4, Jesus was taken into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil and if you look at from verse let me actually read from verse one so luke chapter four from verse one then jesus being lifted and being filled with the holy spirit returned from the jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness being tempted for 40 days by the devil and in those days he ate nothing and afterward when they had ended he was hungry then look at verse three and the devil said to him If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. The very first thing that the enemy came after was his identity. He said, if you are the Son of God, prove it to me. Prove it to me by doing X, Y, Z. Prove it to me by converting these stones to become bread. Why is he putting the word, if you are the son of God? I thought it was clearly declared in the previous chapter where God said, you are my beloved son. So, you see, it has been a point of contention. And every single day, you see so many of us trying to um, prove who we are, trying to discover who we are, trying to um grab on so many things as an expression of who we are um there are people because the topic of identity gives us value and worth. you know when you get to know who you are it puts a sense of of worth a sense of value on us but the challenge with this is that a whole lot of people um on a daily basis try to get their identity from things that are not the word of god you have people who get their sense of identity from their jobs so the moment you ask them who are you they 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 tell you what they do Um, you have those that get it from their relationships they get their sense of identity from their relationships some from their family name if, if you happen to come from a reputable family, um, there are those that want to be identified based on that, uh, identified by their mastery, by what they are very good at. Some by fame, by money, you know, whatever thing it is. Now, these things are not necessarily bad. The only problem is that they are not sustainable as a source of identity. They are not sustainable. Um, Whether it's fame or money, there are people who were popular back in the days that are no longer popular today. There are those who were rich back in the days that are no longer rich today. There are those who were in awesome relationships and they are no longer in one today. So what if you have built your relation, your sense of value, your sense of worth, your sense of identity from any of these, And that's no longer the situation, what happens to you. You see, Jesus made this clear. He said that whosoever that builds on his words, that the person is building on solid rock. I I think it's even good that I read this for you. Matthew chapter 7, I'm going to read from verse 24. Matthew chapter 7 Um, Let's look at verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock." But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. So anytime you build on anything that is not the word of God, there will be an eventual collapse and the Bible says that that collapse will be a great one. And that's why there are people that built their identity uh, around a particular thing and when that thing collapsed they they too collapsed with it because everything they've had their sense of worth has always come from those okay so uh, we've established that that is not the way to do it what do you do you and I are meant to discover our identity based on the word of God based on who God says you are So, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you've made Jesus Christ your Lord, in accordance with the book of Romans, um, chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, that makes it clear how to give your life to Christ. If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's important that you understand that your identity Is built according to the word of God, not according to your past experiences, not according to your job, your financial status, your marital status, or any of these things. Who are you? That answer should come from God's word. That answer should come from God's word. So let's let's quickly take a look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. The popular scripture, 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. I read the New King James Translation. He said, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation things have passed away behold all things have become new are you in christ have you accepted jesus as your lord and savior if you've done that the answer is yes you were a new creation you see you are no longer identified by your family background you're no longer identified by the past things that happened no you are a new creation and please it's important that you understand this what is humility? Humility is you calling yourself exactly what God has called you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You do not identify yourself by the voice of every other person apart from the voice of God. God said, if you've accepted Jesus, you are his child. And I'd love to read this other scripture for us. So let's let's look at this. And these things are very, very important. Look at John chapter 1, verse 12. John chapter 1, verse 12. He said, but as many as received him. Received who? Received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. So what is he saying? If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are a child of God. Oh. This is key. You are a child of God. But, Pastor, I don't feel like it. It has nothing to do with how you feel. But, Pastor, my experiences have not aligned with this. It has nothing to do with your past experiences. Uh, but but um, I'm not like the other person. It has nothing to do uh, with who you are like or not. It has everything to do with the Word of God. The word of God says that, but as many as have received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. So how do I know who I am? I know who I am by what the word of God says about me. That's how you know who you are. Now, now we're going to explore some more stuff here, but it's important that we lay this foundation. Because if you truly know, If you truly understand the fact that you are a child of God, it means now that your lineage is that of Christ. And the Bible says that if that is the case, then you are a joint heir with Christ. We're going to explore what is available in that family that you belong to right now. But it's important that we establish this here and now. Who are you? You are God's child you're bought by the precious blood of jesus christ because you've accepted jesus as your lord and savior you are a child of god you are a brand new creation you are not a refurbished being understand what i'm saying you're not a refurbished creation you are a brand new creation you are a child of god you belong to christ You belong to Christ. You belong to the family of God. And if that is the case, then what are the things available to me as a child of God? And we're going to be looking at some of these things. But it's important that we establish where you draw your identity from. You don't draw it from your job. You don't draw it from your family background. You don't draw it from your relationships. You don't draw it from whether you're tall, dark, and all that. No, you draw your identity from what the word of God says about you and when we get into the next teaching we're going to explore more along this line God bless you